Hello there. And welcome to the Forced Discussions with Hope and Kevin. Baseball head, dot, 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 dot. He, he has a baseball head, dot, dot, dot. The only thing I could think about <laughs> when watching this episode is that he had a baseball for a head and he played football, dot, 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 dot. All, the whole, the whole episode, it was just the only so, thing I could think of. Yes. The, the, okay, the character in this episode, I literally, they say his name several times. I only refer to him as Baseball Head. Yeah. Yeah. Once, what a great way to start the podcast. No, zero context for the audience. Nope, well. Nope. You've obviously read the title of the podcast, but you don't have to go straight into the this episode. This was another episode that Hope kind of looked at me and said, and said you, you, can, you, you can skip don't, it. You don't have to watch this. You don't have to watch it. I love when you say that because you do it as if like someone behind you is like, what are you talking about? And you're like, oh, that's fun. You don't, you don't, you don't have to do it. <laughs> I, I thought you might like it a little bit because I know you like Frankenstein-inspired I do. Stories? That is very true. I do like Frankenstein-inspired stories. So, but is there anything you want to talk about before we just jump head on into Buffy? We're talking about episode two of season two first. Um, like Quickly. In, like in life? Oh, yeah, or the day, or about the doggy. Okay, or I'm going to just mention that me? horrible day that was just, we decided to be cold in Massachusetts. More so, Did oh we my double God. down? What happened? Well, it was all of New England. Like... Why? Why do we all? Well, have there was to a do cold it? front. Why do we all have to? Why can't it just be? It's called New York? climate change. Why can't it just be Maine? We are already because, already cold. Go up there. Because and and this is this is how we know climate change is real. The very next day, it was forty five degrees out. Yeah, and that was way too much time and to the, be cold. And the day before. And two, three days before that, it was negative, like teens, negative 10. So, so. And it jumped 50, 60 degrees. So I got a story. I didn't even tell you this yet. <sighs> oh, so Jesus. my tire decided to uh, lose uh, yeah. uh, air while, yeah. while during the week, leading up to that day. And oh, yeah. Leading up to that day. And I didn't have a chance to really go and get it taken care of. I didn't have a pump, but I was like, I'm not going to pump it every day to drive and go to work. Right. Because then if you get out of work and it's flat and then you have to pump it up. I yeah. And like, it takes oh. like 15, 20 minutes to do yeah. it. But so I was like, oh, okay, it's probably a small leak. It's probably the way it's going. It's probably going to be on something else. I uh, So like two days later is the day of this cold weather. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Everyone stay indoors. And I realized, oh, I got a, I got a pump, and I'm gonna pump the tire. For the first like five minutes, I said, eh, "It's working." You went back in the house. Well, because it did look like it was working, but I was like, "It's fucking freezing. I'm not gonna stand out here and slowly." <laughs> what? You're not gonna stand next watch. to my car while I watch a tire blow up? No, like, like watching paint dry. Nope, all set. So I started realizing that um, the tire was stuck. To the cement. So, oh, I I was terrified so, that that would happen. So I got um, some really hot water from inside the house really quick. And Not really hot. As hot as I could. Yeah, but you don't want to crack the rubber. By the time I walked outside. Yeah. Not like, you know, you see something steam. Okay. I didn't get to the tire. And it was already like, sure. we're done. Okay, fine. Um, but no, I, I started pouring little by little around the tire just so we could like, get up. Right, 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 right. I could see the tire blowing up from the top and i'm like oh that's not good yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
That was just my funny, like. So, how long minutes. did it take before it got? I think it got 25 on, minutes. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Unstuck? Unstuck. Oh, like right away, but you could tell there was already like a good buildup of air in there. So, right when I put the water on it, it started going like, oh, yeah, forgot we're a tire. <laughs> it's just funny. I was like, it's either going to blow out the tire or it's going to fix it. And luckily, it blew it up enough and. We drove it down to Speedy, which is very close to our house anyway. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't have to worry about driving on a flat tire. So that was that was good. That, that was, was good. good. But it was funny to be like for that. I had that first like five seconds like, this is probably a bad idea. And we're oh, going well. with it. <laughs> we're doing it anyway. <laughs> it's, it's too late. to. Hey, sometimes it's too late to go back. What are you going to do? Uh, anyway. Yeah. So we are going to talk about Buffy. Season two, episode two and three, mainly because I love episode three and I just like couldn't wait to get to and, it. And again, remember episode two, you, you don't, you don't, you don't need to watch, it. Don't watch it. So episode two is called Some Assembly Required, which after you see the episode, obviously that makes sense. The little blurb says two science club nerds use body parts to create the perfect girlfriend for a teenager who has been brought back from the dead. Yeah, um, I, I I mean you can guess that's some of pretty. It. That's spot on. Very spot on. But what, what I didn't I didn't like a lot of things in this episode. But it was mm. more like just decisions on characters, like like uh, the mom. The mom just did, did it for me. Oh, the kids' mom. Yeah. So okay. So back to go forward. Start from the beginning. You essentially see like a nerdy kid just taking pictures of all the girls because mm-hmm. he's uh, their heads, their heads specifically, like like a headshot. It doesn't look like it's something like horrible, but mm. it becomes something horrible. Um, and it's just like uh, I think Willow finally has like a moment where she's talking to another guy about mm-hmm. life. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, how you doing? No, no, I just." I just like to be alone and I like to read. Like, it was like, oh, who can we make kind of attracted to Willow? This guy for about eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it was like someone. Then it gets creepy. It was like someone in the writer's room, like, oh, I, I wrote this. I'm starting to write a piece for Willow to have some kind of attraction to another man. No, stop that right now. All right. Well, oh, poor Willow. Now. You know, like, she got- gets a boyfriend <laughs> and later a girlfriend, but she gets her. She has romance. It, was it just, just takes a while. I, it just felt so I could see that in the writer's room. Just like, no, no, no. We're going to be not. Oh, be, be horrible. All right. Well, let's just, we'll just cancel that out right there. Get the eraser. <laughs> okay. So these two boys, Eric and Chris, are collecting body parts from different teenage girls to build a perfect girlfriend. Chris's brother, Daryl, who is a.k.a. a baseball head, he died tragically in a rock climb. Not even a football accident. It was a rock climbing accident. So he died. And Chris and I'm guessing and with the help of Eric, uh, Chris is his brother. Brought him back to life. But his face is all stitched. Is all stitched. But perfectly set up like a baseball stitching. Like no, it's not perfectly set up like baseball, but it, it, it very heavily resembles a baseball. And it's stitch. irony because he played football. I think I my theory was because he was such an athlete, he probably played every sport. But anyway, they don't. The point that. of it is, uh, when after the brother died, Chris Chris's mom and Daryl's mom goes like 
almost catatonic, but like she still will talk to you as long as you're talking about football, football. and specifically uh, baseball head. Uh, playing football and she re-watches his tapes over and over again she does not care what chris is doing in their basement <laughs> and there's a bunch of signs oh you're like god. danger don't come in do you think when he's putting those signs oh up, my god she would have been like maybe like what are you doing in that and door because no nope, i'm gonna watch a football game this is what's so funny that door has like a dozen signs on it that say something like do not enter like not like you know oh, not allowed door. it's almost not a door anymore it's just a giant yeah, sign it's, it's it's a bunch of like stickers and posters and the mom is watching tv 10 feet away from the door not even i think it's like next Six. i think the tv's there and then like uh, literally a so, foot away it's, it's like there's the door it's so funny that like she doesn't give a shit what her kid is doing because her star athlete son is dead she does not know that her other son, Chris, brought him back to life. So Chris um, has promised his brother he's going to build her him a girl, a girlfriend. So, so he doesn't he, have to be alone. So he doesn't have to be alone because he can't go. He says, which obviously, but Daryl says he doesn't want to go out in public. He doesn't think he can, like, be with real people. Um, yeah, it would be a little jarring. Like, not gonna. And he's green. Like, it's not just that he has baseball lines on his face. He's literally like green corpse color. This is the one thing I never understood in the Frankenstein anything. Anytime someone does Frankenstein. Yeah. Why don't they go out to the public? No, because no, no, not the Frankenstein. The oh. people who made the Frankenstein. Like, hey, I figured out a way to make people not die. They, and they don't go out to, like, I want to get billions of dollars now. Um,. I think they would probably just pop them in a loony bin. But if someone else did the, like, I'm not saying, like, hey, I'm just going to run in the street and be like, I can build people. I think the idea of stealing, like, hey, I can reanimate corpses. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Where did you get those bodies? That would be their first question. They don't give a shit that you can do it. They're like, "Um, but how did you acquire the bodies? Yeah, I know. Like, the initial, like, horror of it. I'm just saying, use the research. When people are dying... And maybe use a zzz, and any, here we go. Any police or detectives listening, <laughs> if you find someone who is a sick fuck but is really on the verge of something no, amazing, use don't use it like that. I mean, like, like, hey, this is scientific. Lock them up, but I'm keep just, the research. I'm, exactly. This, there are plenty, that was my point. There are plenty of video games where someone's like, that guy did something yeah. horrible, but he cured cancer. Video games. No, let's burn the research to the ground. Why? Because he used something we don't like. No, I mean, if, that, I, fa- if I found out. That happens tur- in real life. I'm just saying, if we found out that we could boil turtles to cure cancer, I would not care about that. And I'm a big fan of turtles. Tita. PETA would, would be, come after you. I'm just saying, yeah, but they would be cancer-free PETA. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Cancer-free okay. PETA and turtle anyway, soup. Anyway, <laughs> so basically this whole episode is Buffy and the gang, the Scooby gang, investigating uh, the girls that recently died, which, huh, such good luck, uh, Willow can find that information. Again, Willow, right away. And this one, you know what, this one was a little bit better because it looked like, oh, I found the news article from it. Yes, it was like an obituary or something. That's yes, it was a news fine. article. Other stuff, Willow, Yeah, it was like, like hacking into medical records. a little records. sketchy here. But one of the things is they're at the library without Willow talking about this thing. 
And Giles, there's a computer there. It's not turned on. And he's like, well, maybe Willow can power this thing up and, you know, basically go get our research robot and get her in here yeah. to figure out the shit that we don't want to figure out. Um, pull up the lists of dead kids and shit. Yep. All missing or dead kids and, and their birthdays and their favorite color and, and ice every cream. time, like, and later she's like, yeah, sure. Like, every time they ask her to do something, she hops to it. And they make a joke about it later in the series. But, like, damn. It's just a little too much. That <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And I know that was, like, the good thing in the 90s that, like, there was a guy in the chair and they could research anything. I'm like, well, I guess it if I convenient. can talk like this and I can say science words. I, that was all Star Trek. Yeah. That was all, like, Star Trek was like, well, we can't use a tractor beam to just make someone appear. Where if we uh, we put this bat signal in front of it? Uh, I mean, this <laughs> excellent techno bat uh, device in front of it. Now we do. <laughs> like, all so- right. One funny scene that I remember is Buffy and the gang decide they have to go dig up these other girls' graves to see if their bodies have been taken. So they're at the graveyard, and who is digging up the graves? Is it um, Buffy, who has superhuman strength, or super, like, well, yeah, superhuman strength? No, Xander, chicken arms Xander, and Giles. 45, 50-year-old Giles. You may have what? super strength, but apparently not super endurance to continue to use the strength. Or she just doesn't want to do it, which, whatever. She does say a joke like, I'm an old-fashioned girl. The guys are the ones that dig the ditches from the graves. And, and, and then, we're the ones that have babies. And yeah, we're the ones that have babies, yeah. So um, Cordelia is leaving. One thing I remember is Cordelia is leaving uh, cheer practice, and it it seems like one of the guys, one of the nerdy guys, is following her because they chose Cordelia as the one that they want to take the head for the body because they're collecting like all different body parts, and they want the head. It's Angel. He's at school looking for Buffy, but he like kind of creepily stalks Cordelia, and he's like, "Oh, oh I couldn't tell. I couldn't really. T- really? You She's couldn't tell. So much taller, taller, than Buffy. black hair, brown, dark brown hair. Like, come and in a cheerleader uniform. Come on. You know, I'll give him the cheerleader uniform because no, she Buffy, what? Remember, remember the second one ep- minute I'm for just one saying, minute. Maybe he had a dream. <laughs> I bet she looks good in that cheerleader uniform. Well, guess what? Maybe I'll just follow that so, girl. So, uh, Cordelia hides in the trash, and they discover, like, hands and other body parts and stuff. So, they, they you know, figure it out, and Daryl, not Daryl, Chris, the brother, um, helps the other kid, Eric, try to kidnap Cordelia to kill her. Eric's like... You know what we have to do. Like, we can't be waiting for a head, oh, because, the perfect head. But, let's just okay, go kill her. Let's just be clear, though. They had, so one of the articles that they had was of getting all these body parts. Yeah. Was that three girls yeah. died in a car crash. Yeah. And they got lucky and they got all these parts. Right. They didn't like their heads. They didn't like their heads. Well, also, I think they waited too long. And they couldn't attach the head. So now they have to get a fresh head. And they're waiting for people to die. But, they're, but the, they want, like, a, a young... What the problem is, they didn't realize that they literally need to cut off the head and immediately attach it. I get that part. So they have to kill the person. But all the other parts of the body. Yeah, they threw them in dumpsters. You missed that part. I'm No, I'm, I got that part. Oh. But that means they had other parts. Like, they... Yep. 
So what other parts were they throw out? Was that from their previous attempts? Yes. Oh, okay. I or thought- they would take, this is what I mean, they would take the arms from one girl and then throw the rest of her away. Take the legs from another girl, throw the rest of her but away. But it, it was a week ago. So they had these, some of these parts are a week old. Yeah, they talked about this. They talked about the flesh decaying. If they wait too long, it's not reversible. They got to attach the head now. Okay, they were so, keeping so the body all parts. All the parts, other body parts are okay. The yes. organs, all that stuff is fine. But the oh my head God. Of the, I'm just saying, this is a little Listen, bit of a thing. No, I'm sorry. Stuff. I'm going to defend this because they <laughs> this fucking. Is, this is the hill you're going to die on. No. I'm not <laughs> Buffy die the Vampire on it. Slayer. I'm not going to die on it. Shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> I'm saying they put in the story the reason why they were doing things. I know it doesn't fucking make sense because guess what? You can't actually bring people back to life. This was just their fucking fantasy sci-fi way of explaining it. But they did. They were like, they took these body parts and then throw the throw away the rest. The they these were okay for now. They kept the the room warmer. They said they talked about it. You just fucking weren't paying attention. To be fair, ah, no. I, I, so Daryl so showed wait, up, but that doesn't still. Be- so the so just so I get make it clear the electricity and warming a room I don't know and I don't give a shit <laughs> okay just so we're clear it doesn't make sense at all I just said that right. I said it doesn't make just sense just wanted to make you sure you don't listen to me I don't no so shut the fuck up <laughs> okay so Eric wants to kill Cordelia they try to kidnap her but Buffy does save her and then Cordelia still goes out to cheer at the the football game which Giles and Jenny are at and they're on a date but Willow and that was Xander a bad subplot too. Yeah, but that's how their romance starts. So um, Buffy uh, goes with Chris back to his house and Daryl is gone. What? Oh my God, why? Eric convinces him to just go get Cordelia. She's at the football game. Let's get her, grab her, kill her. So that's exactly what they basically almost do. They get her all the way back to the lab. Chris and Buffy are chasing them the whole goddamn way back to the house. Yeah. They and just... then she's strapped on a table getting ready to get her fucking head cut off. Well, no, Chris, the, first they fail. And then then the crazy guy goes, then the crazy little guy goes back, right? Is that what you just said? And I just didn't listen again. <laughs> they almost kill her, but Buffy saves her. Yeah. And then she goes out to the football field. And then Eric convinces Daryl to oh, go to okay. the football game Sorry. and just kill her. To so be she's fair. on the field. She goes over to the bleachers. Daryl's under the bleachers, all creepy, like stalking her, waits that for her. Creepy. Yeah, and then grabs her and and break, brings I her back to the lab. I forgot that the Frankenstein brother had a name Daryl. Daryl. Baseball head, face, Baseball whatever. face, yeah. I, I'm the whole time. I'm like, I didn't think, I didn't think Chris was over there. Daryl. So Chris is with Buffy. He's actually trying to help. He's trying to stop his brother. They get to the house in time. Um, Xander. I forget why Xander and Willow and all of them end up over there. Oh, wasn't it not the house? Wasn't it like a uh, abandoned science oh, area? Oh, that's right. See, that's what's been killing me this whole time. All right, it I feel better. Wasn't now. the house? It was it an was abandoned somewhere. science. Blah Lab. blah blah. New. So, hey, new location. Gotta give him credit. Two new, three new locations a in football this one. Field. Football field. Uh, someone's house, which is kind of a, all right, and then an abandoned warehouse, which I feel is going to continue on for a very long time. <laughs> Another abandoned warehouse besides, well, the bronze isn't abandoned, but. Um, kind of abandoned. Kind of abandoned. 
So they, they get there in time and they do save Cordelia and Buffy fights baseball head Daryl and he like WWE's her ass. Yeah, he did a perfect suplex. Like was, I was I, I don't I, know what that means, but he that, body that, chucks her. Body chuck, that's what it is. It's when you pick someone up and then throw their body back down at their head hitting the ground. And I'm like, and good for you. I wish I had kept tally. This is another instance where somebody else saves Buffy's life. Chris yells. He's like, Daryl, no, because he's about to smash. Buffy's on the ground. He was a, he's about to smash her head in with like a desk or something. And she definitely would have died. And he's like, no. And he stops. And then a fire breaks out for some reason. Uh, we knocked, are in a knocked, lab. He knocked over S- some something barrels. Oil. I don't even oil. know how the fire started. It makes no sense how the fire started. Um, Someone else just like. Then I'll but a match. Xander is the one who actually helps saves Cordelia. He can't get her out of the, the thing. She's or... she's strapped on a gurney, uh, yeah. and he can't get her out. So he just like he momentum like pushes. He rides her out of there. He rides, he rides her with the wheels it's on wheels. Yeah, on, out of there, out of the lab. And for it. a minute, I went Xander. Really? That was you know what. Points for creativity, but... You, you never know. You never... You just never know what can happen. So they um, they do get out, and then the fire department show up and, like, all that jazz. Um, but, yeah, so we never... Actually, this was... It's perfect because it's actually a hopes... Oh, no. Moment. Okay, we'll be really, really not quick. Not a trivia but it's, moment. It's, it's a good one. Trivial moment. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> hopes totally unnecessary... Trivia! So the trivia says, Eric and Chris, the two nerds, never appear again in the series, but they do feature in the official Sunnydale High Yearbook, 1999, where both seem to have benefited from therapy. The end. Because I was going to say, we never, we literally, things happen to these students, and then we never see them again. You know, I... Or they die. I actually thought to myself, there's nothing of these trivial things that you're going to tell me that are going to make me, like, as Everyone much does. as the last one. And every time... I... You... I up the ante. You succeed in a thing I don't need you to succeed in. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, that episode was, you know, it was whatever. It was oh, kind was, of a filler. There was one other... Cool, a funny thing I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, Xander and Willow are talking about how they, like, never can get dates. And <gasps> yes. uh, Cordelia goes up to him like, you saved my life. I can't believe you did this. Uh, how can I ever repay you? And he, Xander like, looks at her and goes, I'm uh, talking to Willow. Do you mind? So you know why we don't ever get dates from it, people? I'm like, because you're an asshole. asshole. Yeah, he is. He is. He I think better. Bo- I think both of them are, but just Willow less. Oh, I, 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 I have a str- I. Mm. She can be. She she but just Xander secretly. is. Z- Xander's outgoingly an asshole, oh, okay. and Willow I think is just like, well, I just don't want to do that, so we're not. I'm not. They gonna use do. her all the time. I don't blame her. I don't. I'm not blaming either of them. They're friends with a Slayer, and they can't do much to contribute. So That's yeah, they're gonna be true. an asshole. Is so, their only good trait. One thing I just forgot to mention was um, Daryl sacrifices himself because the body that they were wow. building for him catches on fire. So he jumps on top of it and he catches on the fire and dies too. And he finally dies. And at the end of the episode, they like close in on his um, gravestone. Yeah. And it's like he's finally dead. 
But anyway, so and, that uh, was kind of a filler episode. That was a very filler. I, um, I was expecting those. Some assembly required. Yeah. So I was expecting on the gravestone, though, to be like, all right, you were born here. You died here. <laughs> Resurrected. And then like a slash through it and then a dash and then the time he died again. <laughs> but the thing is, I think, oh, you're right, because it would have been like at least a year because it's like 97. So, yeah. It, but right. like, here's the thing. Like cross out the last number. Like, all right, it wasn't 96. Or 97. And then you have to put it back. Because he did die. And even though he's reanimated, he wasn't alive. Yeah, like, he's still dead. He's still like technically dead. It's kind of like a vampire. Uh, but he can go outside. <laughs> anyway. So the next episode, episode three, is called School Hard. And um, it introduces one of my favorite characters, Spike. We've seen I love. I've. I'll be, I'll, this will be the first time I'll say this in this whole series. I actually really like this character. Good. I'm glad. I love because he's really good in this season. He. The first intro of him is running over the welcome sign of yep. Sunnydale, getting out of the car and going like, "Ah, home sweet home." Yep. <laughs> I was like, "I know it's corny as hell, but I'll give it to you, buddy. I'll, I'll, I'll take it." And they show him when he gets out of the car. All vamped up. So we know right away what he is. He's a vampire. Yep. And apparently, you know, he calls Sunnydale home. Oh, which town. kind of, like, doesn't make sense. What? He said home, sweet home. He just said it to be... Oh. He's doing... Be... He is... Everything he does... I think is he's to... there for the hell mouth. That's the only reason he's there. Well, I mean, maybe he's from hell, so home, sweet home. Maybe. You know what? Everything can be explained with the hell mouth, so there you go. Uh, well, they it. did mention it um, in the last episode. They, I was like, I should just write down every time. That they do mention it in that episode. Z- uh, Giles says something about something, something to Jenny. I don't know, but he mentions just the hell Just because the hell mouth is uh, closed doesn't mean it's not there. It's always active. So anyway, um, this episode is Bad basically volcano. about a parent-teacher like conference, and Snyder has Prince chosen Snyder. the principal has chosen the two worst, most troublesome students in the entire high school, and thought, "Hey, why don't you guys help host this party?" And who are these these two worst students? Well, with Buffy and Buffy some and other girl that other girl we've never care. seen before. What's funnier is like, uh, you burned down a school and you, I don't even know what the other. She stabbed a teacher with shears. They're oh, both equal. That's bad. They're both bad. I don't care. So. Um, but don't Sheila, worry, they all go to the bronze. I'll tell you that. Her, they do. They all do. Her name is Sheila. And Spike basically is, Spike, I'm sorry. Snyder is basically like, you have to decorate and organize and have refreshments and you better make me happy because I'm going to talk to your parents. Like, and if you do a good job, then I'll tell them good things, which is a lie because it's a fucking trap. He fucking hates kids. And even if they they gave fucking lobster and caviar, he would have still told the parents, oh, they're both pieces of shit. Like, it doesn't, he's such a liar. To be anyway. fair, she did make horrible lemonade. Yeah, but I'm saying even if she hadn't, Food if she had done something amazing, always ruins. he still would have punished her. You could have had a party with all a bunch of good stuff, and the food always is the thing that everyone's like, you know what? I don't really like that party. I didn't like that one cup of lemonade. <laughs> it's It was bad, because she didn't put any sugar in it. So the annoying one and his crew are talking about taking out the Slayer. That's like their mission right now. And Spike crashes their pad. They do look Blair. like they're in like a church this time. At no, least. it's a warehouse. It's like oh, a it's another fa- warehouse. No, I'm sorry. It's a factory, like an old factory that's d- defunct. Because you know what? In Sunnydale, we don't have houses. We don't have places to go. They have mansions. We only have 
factories uh, and 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 warehouses. We only have things that people have not used anymore. Well, think about this: the fucking house market must be shit because people keep dying. There's a lot of vacant spaces. I just think that they keep just bussing people in at this point. Probably. You know what? You can buy this house for five dollars. Five dollars? That's amazing. Yeah, come on. Because you're not going to last more than a day. They just keep that run going. Someone, someone in the real estate market is making. Zero money, but a lot of money on the flips. <laughs> so one thing that Spike says is that he's read about the an- annoying one. How? Like, did he also uh, get in touch with that techno monk? Like, how the fuck? He does probably he... was the techno monk. <laughs> he probably was the monk. Like, I know who that is. He's the annoying one. I mean, goes, the anointed one. <laughs> but he goes, oh, I read about you. I'm like, where? In the fucking newspaper? Where is this kid written about? Okay. I'm, I fuck, well, well, no, no. Guess what? He doesn't last much longer. Don't worry. Don't worry. Well, the whole time I actually said- You this kept is saying, my, just fucking kill the kid. Just, just kill, kill the kid. It's the only time in my life I will say, kill the kid. Yeah. Repeatedly. And it happens. Uh, so Spike brags about basically taking out two slayers in the past. So like he can take out a slayer. And then he has a girlfriend that looks like she's been in a psych ward all her life. Uh, almost. Jesus. Drusilla- Shows up. She's wearing like all white and she's obviously very pale. She's a vampire. And Spike uh, was sired by Drusilla. And Drusilla is crazy. And you can tell that right away. We get more of her backstory later. Um, but her, like, she walks in and she just goes like, hi, I feel weak. I, I saw the so butterflies. I'm like, what the hell? Who something are you happened to? to her. Joe, she is, like, legit crazy. Like, she's just cray-cray. But, like, in a but, room of vampires, she's the craziest one, which yes. makes me go, the Like, hell? she can see, she, in her brain. Is she, like, a seer? She, yes. So she actually does have the ability when she was a human being and now as a vampire, she had the ability to like see, like she was a seer. Yeah. Yeah. And so they thought it was like the sign of the devil. So she was like sent to be a nun and stuff. And then Angel made, made her crazy and killed her. Great. So, so now we have porcelain dolls with this woman yeah, now. Yeah, she's crazy. But it doesn't explain that she is weak, and I don't remember, and they might say it later in the season, because she does get rejuvenated and gain her strength back. But I don't know what made her weak. Like, she is technically weak, and it's weird. Well, she doesn't, like, like throughout the episode, he's like, eat something, eat something. Yeah. She constantly doesn't eat something. She's like the most no, non-vampire-y I know. eating vampire I've ever I know. seen in the show. Even Darlo is like always wanting to, to feed. But anyway, so Joyce is like guilting slash threatening Buffy uh, about like, oh, you didn't tell me about the PT and oh, yeah, meeting go... and uh, how are your grades and la la la. Okay, and she's this like, would Not be great. stuff you would know if you were an active parent in your child's life. Hey, yep. what are your scores from? Give me from... a report card or anything. Well, I was Holy like crap. making her feel bad about responsibilities is fucking hilarious considering like what Buffy has to do. Oh with. no no! Even the better part at the end of this whole pity party speech of a whatever this speech was yeah. from Joy. She just looks at her and she's like, I know you don't want me to like be a bad kid. She's like, no, I just don't want to be disappointed with you again. 
Again? Yeah, one? Sh- one, I don't care. You're a parent. You're going to be disappointed a lot. Yeah. Like every day. You're going to see your kid. They're like, that's my kid playing over you there. You weren't listening because what she said was we had to we had to move. You had to change schools. I had to start a new career or start a new job, business, um, start a new life. I don't want you to disappoint me again, meaning please don't kick kicked out of school again. So we have to do this Again, that's what she meant. Her whole thing, she even says, I just don't want you to get kicked out of school. Okay. It is disappointing when your child burns down the high school gymnasium and then is obviously expelled. Here's my thing. Um, You have a child now. They're going to disappoint you. I don't care what it is. Okay, but this was, I'm saying, she's not saying that she's never going to disappoint her again, period. She's like, don't disappoint me the way you did Meaning that we have to fucking leave town. You had a kid. It's your responsibility. Guess I fucking what? hate you so much. <laughs> it's just gonna Why do you going. make me justify this? You know what this they're talking just, about. I, no, I don't care about justification. Her justification is she had a kid. Guess what? It's going to disappoint her. But you're That's missing it. the point. It's not I get little, the point. She's, of course she's going to disappoint her. She knows that. What she means is don't make such a big disappointment that we have to leave town. I still don't care. Joyce, I don't like Joyce. I love I Joyce. don't like and you're Joyce. you're going to learn to love Joyce. Uh, no, I... I not only don't like Joyce, I mm, I can't wait. <laughs> I you're gonna eat your words. I, I just because I can't wait. No, can't, can't wait for that to happen. I if hope it happens, that I, karma gets you. I it always does. That. It always does, and I'm okay with that. People who know what happens to Joyce, I know nothing. When I was Joyce. I just don't anyway, like her as a parent. The next day, <laughs> like every episode ever happens, Willow and Buffy are painting the banner for the PT uh, parent teacher conference because, of course, Sheila's not there. She's not helping. And Willow has no will to say no. Yeah. So then they're at the bronze and. And they're trying to study because that's the best place to go is when they're, uh, there's a band on stage and people are dancing. She's literally trying to study French with Willow, Buffy, with Willow at like a table and Xander's dancing. And what is that going to do for and the PTA thing? Nothing. And it's like a Tuesday or Wednesday because yeah, it they, Tuesday. they keep talking. I think it's Wednesday because they keep talking about the parent teacher conference on being Thursday. on Thursday. Thursday. Do you remember Thursday? Remember Thursday? <laughs> Just like Joey. On friends. Um, so the, that night before the Thursday, they're at the bronze. I think it is Wednesday night. And um, of course they're out there because where else are they going to be? Spike is at the bronze. He's kind of like stalking Buffy and checking her out. And he sends one of his lackeys out to the alley to like feed. And then he loudly says in like near in earshot of Buffy, someone called the police. There's a man out there trying to bite a girl. And so she runs out. And I think part of it was uh, obviously to confront Buffy, but also to watch her and see how she fights. I get that. I just. I mean, he has now this whole group of vampires because he does make it a deal with the annoying one. Yeah, he, he does. Say that, to say like, I'll, I'll take, her. I'll kill the vamp, I'll kill her. Just your chromies just have to keep me, keep away from me, or do what I say, or help me, right? Or help me. So right. why didn't like I? I get. You were like, why didn't he help the guy help- out? Because Buffy ends up killing that vampire that fights her, because he doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. He wants the annoying one dead as much as we do. Yeah, but use his people and yourself to kill him. Like, you know, she In doesn't cons- know whatever. you exist right now. So no, like- he, but his whole point was he introduces himself in the alley and he's like, 
oh, wait till Saturday, blah, blah, blah. And she's like. I, well, he did have a good bit of it of going like, oh. I, he tells her he's going to kill I, him. I'm Spike. Well, what are you here for? I'm here to kill you. Mm-hmm. See you Saturday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so then um, they're at the library uh, because they. Creating weapons. Well, they are getting ready for the Feast of St. Vigius or something and it's like this ritual on Saturday where vampires like massacre extra massacre people I yeah, uh, yeah they don't really say like they explain they, I just wasn't they listening say, no they say they're they're most powerful yeah which makes they basically no just want to kill a bunch of people yeah, like, just... Angel though of course he pops up and this is when uh uh, what's his name? Xander says he should wear a bell. Yeah, he does. He po- th- Okay, this is classic Angel. He shows up to say, I know I know Spike. Spike. Oh, really? Well, can you give us any information? Oh, you're gone. Gone. All right, gone. You did a Batman on us. And Commissioner Gordon's a little pissed off right now. And did he give you any information? <laughs> nope. 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 That's what Angel does. So uh, we go back to, um, oh, when we were outside the bronze um, and we saw Spike and stuff, um... Sheila gets basically jumped, not jumped. Spike takes her. Like well, so he two swoon, guys he, are trying to bring her to a Cadillac. I guess is that what I was trying? Yeah, so, I, something like that. And um, I think they were. I thought they were vampires. Mm, apparently not. So Spike gets rid of them and basically gets Sheila to come with him and brings her back to their factory and gives her to Drusilla and then eventually Drusilla um, kills her. Eats her. He yep. She um she bites her because she finally eats something. Spike yeah, is like, you have to eat. You have to eat. Here, yeah, I brought but you like, a snack. I don't think she ate. She. Yo, as the audience, we don't know yet. We think that maybe like Sheila just dies, but she gets sired. Meaning, yeah, Drusilla, which turns means her. she doesn't eat that much. <laughs> no, exactly. So, um, out in the open in the library, the gang is just cleaning and making weapons, as you do. Because no kid in Sunnydale High School checks out a book in the library. By the way, this is all on the same day as the Thursday that's happening with all the parents coming in. Yes. This is it's the next the same day. day. Not the next day. They're doing this while it's happening. Like the next scene is the open, uh, the, the yeah, parent teacher conference. Yeah, the next scene conference. is the next day. And it's literally like the afternoon right before the parent teacher conference is going to start. And they're just like, oh, no, we're just going to the library. Any parent Anyone could, could be coming in. in here. And they're like, Nope, they're only restricted to this hallway, and yep. no one else can come You're in right. here. You're right. Uh, there could be people. Any... Wa- also, you don't think Snyder's going to go in the fucking library to Take make a sure? Look. No. Nope. Take a they're, look, Snyder. They had axes, crossbows, stakes, obviously. All on the table. Literally so, on the table. And Buffy is chopping up vegetables with a machete. Um, badly. Yeah, hardly. Um, like, she's she supposed like to rock the blade, woman. <laughs> lost a finger. So, the... The parent-teacher conference is starting. Buffy has made sugarless lemonade, so lemon juice. And uh, Willow is there, and she helps distract Joyce so that Snyder doesn't try to, you know, talk to her. Pretty much, she takes her to every part of the thing. And then, of course, They can't go to the library. Can't go to the library. Can't go to their French class. Apparently, every time that they brought Joyce somewhere, the teacher mysteriously walked away. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? All right. And she saw, she thinks she even saw the boiler room or something. No, they're Uh, about to see the boiler room. Oh, sorry, they're about to. So, uh, 
Snyder finally sees Joyce and then is like, I need to talk to you. And so they, I think they basically go to his office. And Buffy's like, great, now I'm dead. Um, when Giles is in the library, he is reading up about Spike and learns that, like, he's killed two slayers. Um, and He's called William the Bloody. Uh, William the Bloody, but um, he tortured his uh, victims with railroad, railroad spikes, which is why it's called Spike. So Joyce comes out and it's like out of the meeting with Snyder and is like, she's in trouble. She's like, let's get go in the car now, right? Then Snyder is fucking turning off the lights before people have even exited They're the school. They're still drinking this horrible lemonade. They're still sitting down in the lounge. And then he's like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Instead of just saying, I, I'm it's done, over. I talked to Joyce. It's over. <laughs> instead We're of done. saying, turn off the lights. Instead of saying, turn anything, off the lights. Instead of saying anything like, thank you. This has been a, even if he said this has been a horrendous evening, go home. He just shuts, shuts off the yeah. light. The, shuts off the lights. And, and then the, he gets all proud. He gets like in a Superman pose. Like, and the adults I are like, oh, oh, is it time to go home? Yeah, okay. and some of them get up. They're like, well, I guess this was a natural end to this evening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this was so normal. How we ended this was uh, happens every piece. Oh, this is how we end all, all BTA. Just shut the light. Yep. It's like it's like at everyone uh, knows. What's what's it when the blinking light happens in um is it movie theaters or something? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The lights it's like, like that. oh, we're about to tr- start the movie. Nope. Blink. Nope. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Find your so, way out of the dark. <laughs> exactly. So then moments later, and you called it. Oh yeah, he shuts off the light, does a Superman pose, and I'm like, oh, so vampires are gonna jump through the window. And as I say this, five vampires bust through the window. Well, because you go and crash, and then three, two, one, one. crash. Right? Spike and, comes in, oh, and he's like, line. "Sorry, like, I, I couldn't wait. I couldn't. Yeah, he says I couldn't. Wait. I thought he was gonna say I couldn't wait till Saturday, yeah. but he he just shortened the thing, which is fine. But it was kind of funny. So. Will everybody's like running off into different directions, and Cordelia and Willow do get together. Cordelia, no, sorry, yeah, Cordelia gets like snagged by a vampire. Willow knocks him out with a it's a a statue head. Now these statue head bust things are at least fifty pounds. Not when they're made in the prop department. But apparently in the prop department, they made it big enough for her to swing, but heavy enough for this vampire to be. Totally gone. No, gone. No, not I don't not even, gone. I don't see out. this guy later. No, he's on the floor. I meant throughout the rest of the episode. Oh, who knows? He gone. Gets up. Who cares? You just smack a bust of a head. But it is ridiculous that Willow's head. But anyway, oh. they they hide themselves in a closet and basically stay there for the rest, the rest of the of evening. The thing, yeah. um, and Xander they, sneaks safe. out. Unbeknownst to, to everybody to get Angel. Well, Giles knows somehow. How the fuck? Yeah, I know. That makes goes, no sense. I swear to God. I swear they deleted a scene because I swear to God there was a scene. Um, Xander was in the library talking to Giles and it was like, go get Angel. Like and that. he climbs out the, he goes, he says, he goes to, he went through the stacks. He goes out the back, like the stacks of books uh, and goes out the window or whatever is back there. Well, I think that the scene that got missed was, uh, when he finds out about Spike and what he is, maybe that, that next scene, that part of that scene was go maybe. get Angel, right? Or he they hear like rawr, and he's like go get Angel. Um, Buffy saves Snyder, a couple of adults, and her her mom, and like put them in a, another classroom or a lab and like lock the door. Wait a tick, how the hell does they even know where Angel is? Um, Xander has already gone to his apartment before. He's already had to go there to get him. 
Really? Yes, I specifically remember because I, I wrote even a little bit later, like, I, oh, Angel and Xander paired up again. Yeah, well, when that? I no, don't that. it was season one. Okay. Um, he had to go, um, it might have even been for the last episode for Prophecy Girl when she was going to face the master. It was like, go get Angel because um, he knew how to get to the master. I don't like you, bro. I don't like you either. Yeah, they Here's had a address. couple of moments of like <laughs> Angel, or I think it was earlier. Yeah, Angel, it was. Or the other episode. No, it was the other episode where he Xander. walks in, he goes like, Angel. you know, Angel. I was like, Angel, Buffy. It was so funny. Sander. It was very, like, whip our dicks out moment. Yeah. Uh, so Snyder thinks it's a gang on PCP because he doesn't, he's, he he's in denial. It. He keeps yeah. saying it around like because it's a gang on PCP. Because he, wants, PCP. he wants it to spread and he wants people to say, oh, that's what I heard. That's what it is. Um, and also he's trying to say, like, I'm in charge. Buffy basically tells him what to do, and he's like, that's not happening. She's like, yeah, it fucking is, because I know how to stop him. she goes into the ceiling. Yeah, because she's not going to go out the door, because the hallways are crowded. I I know, but it was just funny, because I I would not have thought of Buffy going, I'm going to walk in the ceiling to get out, or to go around the place. I just didn't. I was. It was the last thing I was thinking of, mainly because I'm a fat guy, and I'd never be like, "I'm gonna go in the ceiling." You know, I'm gonna drop the. Well, next she's like one. five pounds. She's like, yeah, she's exactly. She's like so, anything. So, uh, one of the guys in the room with Joyce and Snyder tries to go out the window, and he immediately gets eaten because Spike has set up a perimeter of vampires supposed to be at their post for anyone who tries to get out. They're just gonna kill him. Yeah, and the the later on later on they're like, what happened to that guy that went out the window? And, and no, they Snyder, say they found Snyder, him. Yeah, they, yeah, they found, they a found body. him outside Snyder the window. Goes, oh, I told him not to go out that window. I'm and like, the whole time jerk. Snyder's like, we should go out the window, and then he gets eaten. He's like, oh, never mind. That was a bad idea. Yeah, it was a bad uh, idea. I I, so I, I, I told him. I told him it was a bad I idea. I already told him it was a bad idea. <laughs> so Spike figures out that Buffy's in the ceiling, and he starts using like uh, poles from like the flags or whatever to. Stick into the ceiling and try to like spook her. She does jump down through the ceiling at another part in the library. Um, in the library, um, right and G- Giles is getting ready. He's battling yeah. up. He's getting ready to go out there. Like, what are you gonna do? He's like, I'm a hard watcher, and I need to know that she's safe. Boom. She oh, falls through the ceiling. Right. I mean, she's oh, not. She's fine. She's fine right there. Just fell through a ceiling. She weapons up, and um, she goes back out there. And Sheila uh, shows up. And she's like, oh, no. And she's what is going on here? She's like, oh, my God, what's going on? And she's like, oh, stay close to me. And she's like, okay. And she has an axe. No, she just, yeah, she has an axe. She picks up the axe on a guy, yeah. which this part, it, it, I, it, my eye freaked out a little bit from tweaking on my eye because it, it gave me a little bit of a like, little aneurysm. She, so the guy, we left Joy, Joyce and Snyder were in her, And a couple of other adults, yeah. And a couple of adults are in this room. Yeah. Spike, the guy goes, I can't get through the door. Again, they barricaded they it. They barricaded blah, 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 fine, blah. whatever. I've got, made my peace with that yep. barricade stuff. Spike gives him an, an axe. axe. And he starts axing through the door. Why the heck did he stop doing that? Because he's stupid. He just stops doing, like, Spike goes away, he does two shots, and he's like, well, I guess I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> yes, and legit. he puts the axe down the hallway. She picks up the axe from the hallway. And walking he, toward it, which means he, he had even to, says to the other guy, like, he walks away from the door, and he's like, I'm almost through. Yeah. 
And then he goes back. It's weird. Which means he had to go down the hallway, leave the axe, come back, and then lean on the door and go like, so we are going to get you. But before we do, I have some things I have to (laughs) tell you about. I got some shit to do. I got to talk to you about some disclaimers we have. So anyway, Angel shows up with Xander, and he pretends to be friendly with Spike, and he's like offering up Xander to eat. And he's trying to fool Spike into thinking he doesn't have a soul and like he's actually gonna he's there for a kill. But he's like, Why haven't you slayed the slayer? Like, I even killed her. And he's like, Oh well I saw I killed the master. Master, blah, blah, blah. You wanna deal with her? So um Spike calls his bluff and he he doesn't fool him. He's like, I know like you're you're not really evil. Like, fuck you. How could you and do he's this? He's so disappointed. Yeah, he calls him an Uncle Tom. So he calls him his sire, his Yoda. And the reason, like, some people are like, well, it's not entirely true. Um, Spike was sired by Drusilla, but Angel sired Drusilla. So in the line of vampires, he's like his grandpa. But also, he was the first male vampire that, like, he he became friends with. Like, he, Darla, and Drusilla, and Angel would ran, run across Europe and just be evil. Yeah. For hundreds of years. So anyway. So then Buffy finally goes up against Spike. Well, she did have a little thing with getting her parent, our mom and Sire Yeah, she out of is there. able to get them out. And she does that by Miss she Axe gets- Girl misses, because that's what you do. Well, she's a baby vampire. Sheila's been a vampire for like five they, minutes. She doesn't know what she's doing. They didn't do they didn't they didn't take advantage of the fact that she was lifting the axe. Yeah. And like doing like uh like, oh I can see the shadow of the axe. No, she just, just misses. Mm. And it's like she runs away. Apparently after I say that I look at Hope and go, do we ever, what happened to her? No, she, no never I have no again. Idea. Never again do we see this person as a character, as nope. a vampire, not that I as know a of. nothing. You look at Wait, me and go. Wait, not that I know of, but not but that I know of. All I know is you said, she's probably, a ba- she's a baby vampire. She probably ran outside and got hit by she the sun. She probably got killed before she, yeah. And I was like, ugh. Like legit. Oh, I put that Angel and Xander are paired up again. They go outside to fight the vampires that are on the perimeter. And I'm like, Xander is useless. Like, though, half the time, Angel's, like, saving him. It is one of those moments. It was the same thing in, like, season one with the, like, watch the door. And then you are not looking at Xander. You're looking at Angel. And yep. Angel's, like, you know, vampire face ready to go. And Xander's, like, yeah, I'm a part of this. It's like, no, you're not. You are essentially a meat shield right now. Yeah. Like, maybe you will distract them for a couple of minutes. That's all I need. Bye. Bye, Xander. <laughs> so... Spike and Buffy fight, and she's on the ground, and Spike is honestly, like, about to get her. Joyce had run back in. She was watching everybody go out, and she just didn't want to leave Buffy inside. She also doesn't know she's a slayer. Also, it's your daughter telling you to get out of this house, and uh, she, get out of this uh, school. And she's six, 17, 16, 17. Because all you know is there's just a bunch of people on PCP. <laughs> so she's going to leave her daughter in there. That's so funny. That's so, so she funny. goes back in, and she hits Spike with the blunt end of the axe. And I'll say it's because Joyce is not a murderer. She didn't think to murder. She thinks he's a person. So she doesn't want to murder him. She's just going to hit him on the head. I know. And then he runs away. So I got very mad that Joyce didn't, you know, use any part. Of, uh, I, I said, why didn't Joyce hit her with the axe? And you immediately looked at me and said, well, it wouldn't have killed him. And I it went, wouldn't. who cares? It still would have been Spike with a 
an axe in his head. head. I think she could have finished the job from there. Thought he was a person on PCP, so she's not. <laughs> she also doesn't believe in vampires. They're in denial. Oh God! So the cops actually arrive at the school, and I wrote, "Is there still school the next day?" And which we don't actually know, but I'm going to guess that they canceled school on Friday because there was like fucking. It's a, it's a public school. Yeah. They had it. <laughs> they had school the next day. Um, <laughs> okay, they swept up the blood and the, probably. the glass. Let's ignore the tape and the, the dead body lines. So Probably still dragging the bodies out in the morning. Like, all right, kids, go to school. Science class. What's that? Nothing. This is when the cop is talking to Snyder about, like, we found a body out here and this over here and that over here. And they're just in denial about it being vampires. And they're sticking to PCP. Well, they, I think he says, like, what else could it have been? And they both kind of look at each other like, they know. Yeah, it's vampires. They like, know. Well, I guess a gang on PCP. Yeah. Walks away. Like. They're keeping it under wraps. Did, it's like they don't want people to know yeah. that's what's happening. Did, did, also, the cop that was there, did he wattle? I thought yeah, he, he was a big guy. He was a big guy. He waddled his way out of that scene. Do, and do, I was do, like, do, do. it took me a second like, you just like you didn't move your legs to move. You moved your shoulders to move hey, your body to move your legs. Some people that's I, how they have to get around. I know, but I just I didn't expect it to be in a character. Anyway, <laughs> like, you know what? That was that guy's character choice. <laughs> and he was like, "I'm I'm bringing something to this goddamn character. I'm going to be a recurring character." And it's the no, walk. Not. Okay. Anyway. So <laughs> I'm going to be on TV, Mom. What, what did you do? Very special. You're going to see, Mom. I'm going to be known for my walk. Just you wait. I'm gonna, this is how I'm going to get my oh, big break, man. Mom. My, my, they're going to ask waddle. me back. Yeah, they're going to ask me back. After I'm, they the, see I'm this. Wallace, the waddler. Anyway, so Joyce does say at the end of this that she's proud of Buffy um, and the way she handled everything and thinks Snyder was completely wrong about what he said about Buffy. And she's in her good graces for at least a week and a half. Yeah, she didn't say that. How long is that going to hold? A week and a half. Yeah, a week and a half. You know, a um, week and a half of me being at the gallery. The gallery. Well, the gallery. she has to work on the weekend, duh. And so, all days, every day. Cause she except PT night. It's a parent-teacher night. Anyway. Yeah, she got to close so, down early. It is, it is the next morning, um, but we're at the factory with Spike, and he is the one who calls him the annoying one. I was like, I know I didn't come up with that. Spike calls him the annoying one. And uh, I was like, Spike said it. And he's there with Drusilla. And uh, he's pretending. He's like, yeah, I apologize. Like, sorry. They're like, you got you got rid of, like, half our guys, most of our guys. And the Slayer's still alive. And you fucked up. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm real sorry about that. Yeah, he goes to be, like, sincere. And then he goes, wait, I wouldn't have done anything, anything different, different. Except for this. And he grabs the kid, hucks him in a cage, yep. conveniently there for some reason. Yeah. And just... I think he knocks out the other guy. I don't think he kills the other guy. He just knocks out the other guy that was yelling at him. And well, then he just eventually starts, kills him. Then he just starts, like... Hoisting him up yeah, in the cage the all the way up to the top, and the sunlight comes in, and it kills the kid. Yep. I've never Ding been dong, so... Ding dong, the kid is dead. They did nothing, and nothing to yeah, story at all. The annoying one <laughs> is finally dead. And, uh, yeah, his plot, plot was... A dead end. Thank God for Spike. I love how first episode, I didn't even know. I was like, does he kill him in the first episode he arrives? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he does. And he did. And it was awesome because it was fucking necessary. Sorry. I I, I just like Spike the whole time. There was one part in the fight where uh, Buffy says like, no weapons, right? Do we really need these weapons? And he just goes, they make me feel manly. And I was like, you know what? You just like him. You just have a personality. He don't does. You? Yeah. He does. He can be sarcastic and blah blah blah. Yeah, Spike is great. Um, oh, okay. So sorry. Here's oh, a little no, trivia. No. You don't need it. 
Okay. Joss Whedon originally intended for Colin the Anointed One to be the main villain of season two. This had to be abandoned because the actor's voice had begun to change, ruining his believability as a non-aging being. Thus, his name was Colin, was killed off and replaced by Spike. Thank fuck. But, like, don't they write these things, like... It's, years ahead, it's, it's been it's fucking bananas. I don't know. Like Maybe, did they just I have? Do they just have a storyline and they just went like, all right, let's see the kid on the first episode. <sighs> Hi, Dad. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> all right, writers, you're back in. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> fucking stupid. We just did a whole season of writing. You're gonna do it again. <laughs> Sometimes, man. Well, we gotta hire. You gotta like, reshuffle. Make that guy blonde. We're gonna. <laughs> we got Yeah, I don't know why. I I haven't looked up the genesis of. His peroxide blonde hair. I'm not. I'm not sure. It was probably just cool. It was in the '90s. Oh well, the only thing I know is the character says later he went through a Billy Idol phase, and he he liked Billy. He likes Billy Idol, so he's bleaching his hair. But I don't know why they chose like the writers. I don't know why they chose blonde hair. So that was the introduction to Spike, and that was the second and third episode of season two. How, any thoughts or comments, Kevin? Spike's great. Joy. Mm-mm. Joyce. Jo- Joyce. I I don't care. I don't like Joyce it. gets better. She better get better. She does. She better get better. At this point, she's just a neglectful parent who works at the gallery that no one knows about. I wouldn't be surprised if she's a villain. At no, point. no, no. She no. comes out like I've been working at the gallery for years, I, crafting this elaborate no. plan to kill you. I think they just didn't. I think they just didn't know um, necessarily what to do with her. They didn't have a backstory necessarily for her character. For anything. So they were just kind of, honestly, they were like, just make it up. She's at the gallery. Where's Joyce? At the gallery. She's there a lot. It's fine. She's at the gallery. Like, like I, like I would have been okay if like she was ch- like cheating on someone's like husband. Wife. Like if no, she oh, no, had that kind divorced. of divorced. Well, I know it would have been. Oh, she's having an affair. An affair with someone, and that's why she's always in the gallery. Like that would be too much. That would have made going more sense. on in, in the apparent life. No one cares about. In fact, uh, this is, I'm not going to pull up the trivia, but I remember reading that Joyce wasn't even supposed to be a character. But then they were like, it's too unrealistic that there's no parents whatsoever. Like Giles is the only parental figure, and he doesn't have kids. Like they needed Buffy's mom, and she she gets more involved, and her character grows. Okay, get get over it. Why didn't they just make? I love her. Giles be like the guardian because he, she burnt down the school. Like, no, because Joyce is be still sent- around. Shut the f- I'm just saying, like, story-wise, that would have still made Listen, sense. Joyce gets better. Let's get off it. Um, I have nothing else to add to this um, podcast about these episodes. Um, I was just going to quickly look at the, the next one because I can't remember. After School Hard. This is another one where no. I don't have to watch. <laughs> the, look, the look on her face. She just smiled. She just okay. gave a grin. The next <laughs> two episodes, they're not okay. The first one is a Xander episode. I the next Xander. one is a Cordelia episode, and then the one after that is a wicked good episode. And then Does honestly, it just gets better. In those two episodes, like, I don't any- remember. Oh, okay, um, but you know what? We can watch them to and then do do a one podcast on the both of them, and I can. Skip over the boring parts. So, so we can just watch the the third one then. No, it's it's not. Be- <laughs> I, 
I think it's they're not they're not badly rated. Like they're just not they're just, they're just nothing not in the story. The best. Yeah, yeah. Let's put it that way. They're not bad episodes necessarily. It's just that they're not they're adding to episodes. the story. Yeah, okay. adding to the story. Um, but that's all that I have for today. Do you want to play a game? No, it's okay. getting long because we. I know we did two episodes. Well, next time we'll do a game at the beginning. Oh, okay. Okay, let's we'll do a game at the beginning. Do you want to cut this? I don't know. I'll uh, say it's fine. I'll right. edit it out later. Or maybe I won't because no one <laughs> listens anyway. We have two people from my work that Bibbidi babbidi boo. Okay. <laughs> Steve will be very disappointed. I'll edit it down a little. I'll make it a little nicer. But I am signing off and I will catch you on the flip side. Baseball head, da 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 da. There was a guy named Baseball Head, da 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 da. That wasn't his name. That's just what you called him. He looked like a baseball with a face. He did. That's it for us, and we'll catch you later. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.